you know, one thing I wanted to point out today is that Kyle Shanahan and the whole organization of the San Francisco 49ers, it's about trust. And I wanted to focus on pretty much that word, that meaning of today's episode. It's about trust. And I believe the reason why the Niners went out and got a top five running back in Christian McCaffrey is because they wanted to be able to trust in a system that is already filled with playmakers. But if you notice over the years, the problem with San Francisco has not just been the talent. The problem with the Niners has been the injury bug. The injury bug has been going on since, I guess, Kyle's been here since 2017. It's one of those things that pretty much doesn't go away. It always seems to creep up and kind of bite them from behind. I believe the 49ers are, I think, the number one team in injuries, in the injury bug since 2017. We're talking about players getting on the IR, players missing time, weeks, kind of really doesn't matter but for this reason trust is huge because I believe it was a trust issue that Kyle had in some players and we're going to start with the QB because that's the most important position in football I believe it was a trust issue let's just start with with Jimmy with Jimmy G the first trust issue I believe he had with Jimmy was back in 2019 when they had a great year when they came up just a little bit short against the Chiefs you went up and drafted Trey Lance you gave up multiple draft picks first round draft picks to get a quarterback that you think and thought that was going to be the answer see the the only the only problem with me or with other people I should say too with drafting a Trey Lance is experience when you draft a quarterback from with D1 AA, whatever he's actually playing at, it's about what experience have you've have you've earned and what experience have you actually actually played against. Uh, it wasn't a lot of experience, I believe. Obviously, it was over. It was the talent that actually kind of made that decision of Kyle and the organization to go go ahead and go after a Trey Lance. Trey Lance is unbelievable. If you're talking about pure talent, the speed, the arm, the IQ, this the feel of the of the game and and what it and what he actually brings, I believe Trey Lance is that guy. The only problem with this is that the 49ers as an organization and this team and how it's set up, this team is ready to win as of now. Since 2019 when they had that great year, that team is ready to win. And so when they drafted Trey in 2000, after 2021, it was the trust in Jimmy. They, they could not trust Jimmy, not the quarterback. They couldn't trust Jimmy because of his injury bug. This is the main reason I believe they had to draft a quarterback, but they went up so high to draft a quarterback that I believe they thought that would be pretty much ready to go. So the whole thing about the whole trust thing is that when you're trusting an individual, if you're trusting especially a player, 
you got to put all your trust in, especially if it's a quarterback. He's the leader of the team. He's calling the plays on the field. He's making decisions on the field, quick response decisions. And these are these are vital to to winning, to to go ahead and, you know, go deep in the playoffs. The whole pretty much the whole thing is based off a quarterback and what they can actually bring to the team. So in 2021, they went ahead and drafted Trey. The only problem, like I said, was experience. So they kept Jimmy to see if they can run it back with Jimmy. They had an up and down year in 2021, but they obviously made the playoffs. They made a deep run and eventually lost in the championship. And so the following year, everybody thought it was going to be Trey. Usually when you're drafted in the NFL that high, some guys sit out a year. Some guys play right away. Uh, you can see a lot of guys out there just suiting up and playing right away day one. But the 49ers wanted to kind of, kind of a little, not babysit, but they wanted to have the training wheels on for Trey. And some of those things is they want to protect him. They wanted to see how this team responds after a Super Bowl loss. And the team that they had was ready to go, is ready to win now. So the Niners decided to go ahead and sit Trey, let Jimmy play, got to the championship, lost like I said. But the following year, they wanted to make the change, and one of them, and one of them, they wanted to make the change so bad that I believe they discussed with Jimmy and his agent that they were going to make the change, and this is the obviously the best thing to do. And it wasn't really a trust issue; it was more of a money issue when it came down to let Jimmy go, go ahead and pull the trigger on Trey Lance, let him see what he can do, get him out there playing as soon as possible. So that was more of a money thing in my, my opinion. So the whole thing, this whole 2021 has been crazy since Jimmy having this surgery, going back to the first week of training camp, Trey's the guy, the whole team is vouching for him. They even had old 49ers legendary 49ers come into the facility do commercials talk to trey everybody's hyping this kid up as as pretty much they should be this is a this is an organization that you have to remember this is on this is the top of the top i mean when you're talking about the niners especially the qb position it doesn't get any better than that so i can understand why the organization was hyping him up and I mean, he looked good preseason game. He looked good. There was just, just little things that Trey was doing overall was was improving. And at the same time, there were things that they didn't like. So when 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 this was transpiring and the 49ers are going through evaluations of every position, they're looking at the QB as a position as how much have you grown since last year? And are you improving each and every single month on different reads, different throws, different things that goes on in the evaluation of a player, especially a quarterback? These are things that's, that's huge. And if you're not making the improvement, there's going to be, it's going to be some people nodding their head and scratching their head to see, if he's the right pick, if he's the right guy. 
They believe he's the right guy, but they want to have insurance. It's all about trust. So when Jimmy is still in the 49ers, he's throwing balls on the side. He's rumors going around that he's going to get he's going to get traded. He's going to get cut. Anything is going to happen. But these are all rumors that's going around. And I can definitely, definitely understand that because I was pretty much in uh, listening to the radio, uh, watching the TV, uh, TV stations, ESPN, you got Fox. Um, I mean, there were there were so many rumors that this dude was going to end up and I get in Cleveland. He was going to end up in um, uh, Carolina. It was it was just a bunch of rumors that he's going to end up somewhere in 2022. So when Jimmy is still on the team, it was an awkward and I can I can just imagine if you were about to get dealt somewhere else, you're about to get traded or whatnot. It doesn't happen and it's not happening in a timely manner. So when you're about to get traded and everybody knows you're about to get traded or cut and you're still on the team, there were some, I believe, in the organization thought all along that Jimmy was still going to be there because it all comes down to the trust. When they had the first day of their camp, I believe it was a trust issue then. See, this all goes back to Kyle and what what Kyle Shanahan and what he and what he thinks and what he kind of and what and how I should say and how he approaches the game is similar to a lot of head coaches out there. But Kyle is a system guy. See, with Kyle being an offensive offensive coordinator in the prior years before joining the Niners, he has a system in play. And a lot of coaches can vouch for this. And players can vouch for this. You have to have trust in that player in order to put him on the football field for him to succeed. If you don't have that trust in that player, if you think that ah, this guy might not get the job done, I know this other guy might get might fit in better. That's an obvious reason to go ahead and make that switch. Kyle is all about trust. And if he doesn't trust a player, doesn't matter who he is, he can be drafted number one. If he doesn't trust that player, he'll go back and put another player probably undrafted in that same position and watch watch him succeed, watch the play develop, watch him grow. Some coaches are like that. Some coaches have that leadway. They have the free rope to go ahead and do that. Some coaches can't do that because it's all about the organization and how they draft these guys. If they're drafting them high, they're expected to play. There's big money getting thrown to these players and they're expected to go ahead and be on the football field. If they're not, it's questions. What happened? If it's off the field issues, is it on the field issues? This is some of the reasons why these guys are not signing their second contract. And when you think about the contracts in the NFL, and if you're a top, I guess, third round, third, second, first round, you're making obviously great money. And you're supposed to be signing a second contract. If you're getting drafted that high, your expectations of the organization 
is to get another contract pretty much after after those four four years. The problem with that is sometimes these draft picks don't they don't plan out. Twenty five percent, I believe, is a number that the draft picks have to plan out after their first four years of their rookie contract. It's a huge issue. And so obviously Kyle knows this. He's been around the game since obviously he was young. He's seen his father. He's been in the football, in the football organizations, in the football facilities. He knows the back end of it of when it comes to the front office. And obviously on the football field, he knows this. So when he when you think about the player and Trey and Jimmy, and who does he trust more to run that system? My personal beliefs, as I believe he trusts Jimmy, but he feels like he has to be able to go ahead and play Trey because he was a high draft pick in a way, and he wants to get him experience. Trust is huge. And so when he went ahead and played, and when he went and played Trey, there was questions about why he was using the way he was actually using him on the football field. It was a lot of quarterback draws, quarterback, you know, up the A, up the B gap, right up the middle. Those are those are plays that, in my opinion, that could be ran pretty much in the red zone or goal line area. And on, and on certain situations, if it's a maybe a, a second and short, um, you want to catch the defense off guard in a, in a first down situation. But the way Kyle was using Trey, people were skeptical and they had issues. My whole idea is that he used Trey how he kind of wanted to use him the whole time. It was questions about that because you're running Trey a lot and there are design runs. And it's not like he's rolling Trey out of the pocket. He's rolling to the right. He's rolling to the left. He's making decisions on a run. He's running him up pretty much the A and the B gap, pretty much up the middle. That's what the issue with people had. And, you know, and for me, I can I can kind of see now how he wanted to see if if this if he's really that dude. If he's really like a Josh Allen, is he really a Lamar Jackson? Trey is not there yet. I'm not sure he will ever be, but he's he's not them. So I think Kyle wanted to use him to see if he is able to get away with it. And at the same time, he has an insurance policy with Jimmy Garoppolo. So if anything goes wrong with Trey, he knows he has a starter. That can start pretty much right away and pretty much one of his guys. So in going back to the to the offseason in 2022, taking you guys back. Going back there, they never released Jimmy or traded Jimmy. Some people can say because of his shoulder and his soldier injury. But they wanted to keep Jimmy just in case everything falls and everything is you know, happening at the same time with Trey training camp. He's getting his he's he's getting his work done in the offseason. He's looking good. People coming on the radio thinking he's 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 the next coming of um, well Steve Young. He's the next Steve Young. I don't I'm I'm not sure about that, but 
these are some of the these some of the things that people were saying about Trey. Then there was a rumor about his arm getting fatigue. He's thrown so much, his arm is getting fatigued. These all these rumors going around, and there's some people in the organization that still wanted Jimmy. There's some people in the organization thought they should have moved off. But the main reason and the main guy that made that decision was obviously John Lynch. But the main guy is Kyle. Kyle had to approve to keep Jimmy just in case nothing something happens to Trey and to prevent Jimmy going to a team they might have to see in the playoffs or in the regular season. They trust Jimmy enough to go ahead and say, okay, we can evaluate your contract. We can sign you to a certain deal. We know what you can do on the field with this team. Who knows what you can do with another team, another organization, another offense, obviously another head coach, just another system. But in this system with Jimmy, you're good. You're good enough to go ahead and say, okay, we can make the playoffs. We can do damage in the playoffs. And we know you can go to the Super Bowl. The only question is, is that can you lead the team to a victory in actually winning the Super Bowl? That's the biggest question. That's the only issue. If Jimmy and the 49ers win the Super Bowl in 2019, do we even see Trey Lance? No, we actually don't. We don't see a Trey Lance. So going back to trust and what Kyle Shanahan has in these, I guess, two players, you have to think to yourself, does he really, really trust Trey? Because in my opinion, he trusts Jimmy more than Trey. And you can actually see that on the field. You can see and hear that almost in his voice when he's asking questions, you know, to the he's excuse me, not asking, he's answering questions from the reporters that's actually asking the questions in the in the media room about what he sees in Trey and what he sees in Jimmy. And remember last year he kind of he kept pretty much everybody on and pretty much on their on their uh, on their toes about what who's going to be starting and how he's going to be using Trey and maybe it was the package he was going to bring out a package that he's going to bring Trey Lance in maybe some down in distance that never happened because he didn't trust Trey Lance to go out into the field and get his playing time he didn't trust Trey Lance then he didn't trust him then he doesn't trust him now he trusts him to a certain extent because he's drafted so high and he needs that playing time. But in the back of his mind, Kyle Shanahan is a smart dude. He's a smart guy. And he wants to have insurance policies. And this insurance policy, he has the biggest one. The biggest insurance policy, that's what Kyle has in Jimmy Garoppolo. So this year is obviously a, a huge year for the for the whole organization. It's because they they got as far as they got last year, losing to the Rams in the championship game. But this year is going to be obviously different because you have Jimmy on that less that kind of lower end type of contract, kind of high incentives. He can make his money if he does well. But at the same time, his contract is pretty, pretty low for starting quarterback in the NFL. 
of that caliber. So it's going to be a huge year. And if to see how how this team does, if they make the playoffs and if they go far and if they make the Super Bowl, this is going to be huge on Jimmy as well, because if they do make the playoffs and they go deep in the playoffs and then maybe they make a Super Bowl, I can't see the 49ers letting Jimmy Garoppolo go after he's done what he's what he's done with this team. I can't see that happening. I can see Jimmy back on the 49ers again next year, pretty much under kind of like the same contract what he has, obviously a little bit more because of the body of work he's put in this year, making the playoffs and Super Bowl. He'll sign with the 49ers again. And you will have another situation with Trey Lance coming off an injury, wanting a starting position, thinking he's going to be the only guy next year, but that's not going to be the case in my opinion. It all depends of what Jimmy does now. And so moving off of that, and if if we're going to we're going to go to the trade, the trade that the Niners actually actually made that kind of shocked, shocked a lot of people. I mean, it definitely shocked me um, that some of the that's that some of the, uh, the some of the reasons why I was uh, I was I was so pumped and I was so juiced about, uh, you know, talking on talking on the mic about what they had. So what? Christian McCaffrey and what you have and that type of player um he's he's one of he's one of those dynamic players that you have in NFL uh some people say he could still be a top 10 player I believe I believe he's a top 10 player but I also think he's obviously a top five running back and I think he's one of the best dual running backs we've had since I mean, this is this is my it, it, it might shock some people here. The the person I'm going to say since Marshall Falk, and you think about how Marshall Falk was used in the Rams system and how he had Kirk Warner, he had um, Isaac Bruce, uh, Tory, all these guys, Tory Holt. Um, he had all these playmakers around them, and. I mean, this is the greatest show on turf. This is a team that that the Niners, especially the Niners, had a lot of trouble against because it was the speed. They had a lot of speed downfield. They had a dynamic running back. Uh, that team was was unbelievable, and that team obviously won one Super Bowl, and that was that was their accomplishment. They could have won another one, but they fell short. But the comparison I wanted to make with Christian McCaffrey and Marshall Falk it's pretty similar uh, Marshall Falk I mean great talent San Diego State uh, you know obviously drafted uh, drafted by Indianapolis the Colts uh, had a great great uh, great tenure there and moved on to the Rams and the rest is history Marshall Falk is one of my favorite running backs of all time he doesn't get the credit he he kind of deserves this because I don't know. I mean, he's he's not a Barry Sanders. I mean, he's not uh, somebody like Walter Payton or Jim Brown. Uh, some of those, you know, those those legendary running backs. He's not in that tier. But what he is, he's a Hall of Fame running back. And this dude was bad. I mean, you're talking about taking uh, taking 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 running back. I mean, taking the running back position to another level when you're talking about receiving, if you're talking about rushing yards, 
the first guy that I know that actually did that um, was going to be Roger Craig. Roger Craig was one of those guys that can, you know, take it to the house. He can go and have, you know, 80 to 100 yards receiving. Then he can have 100 plus yards and rushing kind of a thousand, a thousand type of guy. So those guys are they're going to be crucial in in today's game. Uh, they were crucial in uh, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s. You can kind of see where I'm going. Those guys are hard to find, though. It's hard to find a running back that could go ahead and make the attempts to, to rush, to stay healthy, <clears throat> stay healthy and go outside the backfield and catch the ball. That's extremely hard to do. If you're a football person and you know what I'm talking about, it's, it's very hard to do. You're coming out the backfield, you're rushing, you're going to get beat up. You're going to have the talent, obviously, but it's extremely hard. But with Christian McCaffrey, he can do everything, literally everything. He can rush 25 to 30 times a game if he wanted to. He can also come out of the backfield and have a bunch of receiving attempts, receiving yards. He can line up as a slot. You can use him in so many ways. And with Kyle, and, and it's, this is it's, it's crazy because the whole idea of getting more talent and see how you can help this offense, this offense, as you know, has been up and down this year. I would say I would I would give them that to some games that they they looked unstoppable, especially versus the Rams. I mean, there's sometimes they they looked skeptical. I mean, they looked pretty bad, I think, against the Bears and people want to blame the rain. And that's that's another story. But I'm under the mindset. I mean, it's raining on both teams. And if the other team is scoring more than you, I mean, it's it's obviously a problem, you know, so you can blame the rain. But that game was pretty bad. I know the Denver game wasn't uh, wasn't good as well. Uh, the, the whole offense didn't look good uh, versus the Broncos, and that Sunday night showdown. But for me, I believe that this team and what they have, they have the defensive guys. You can see you can see the, all the injuries popping up. Great defense, but they needed a spark in offense. I know Trent was out. Um, they needed. They needed a spark. I think the O-line has been doing a decent job, especially in the passing game this year. But they needed some type of spark. They got the, they got Debo for a, a long a long-term contract. They got Ayuk that's been playing really good. Um, they still obviously got Kittle. Um, they got the juice. They're missing their running backs. That's some of the reason why I believe they had to pull the pull the trigger on getting Christian. It was because of the running game. It was no spark in the running game. So that's what makes this team go. That's what makes this team kind of dynamic in a way that they're almost, they're almost not, I can't say an unbeatable team, but they're one of those teams that you just don't want to play in the regular season. And you don't for sure want to play them. In the postseason, when it comes to the playoffs, when it comes to the crunch time, when it comes to making those crucial plays and stopping a team like this, it's going to be tough. And it makes it tougher because they have so many weapons. They have the Debo. They have the Ayuk. They have the Kittle. Now they have the McCaffrey. 
They have a top five running back in the backfield that can line up anywhere and they can play ball. This is the best version of the San Francisco 49ers you've seen in the last five years. This is the best team. I feel like it's going to be very interesting to see what the 49ers are going to be doing this year, how deep they can go in the playoffs if they make the playoffs and to see if they can actually get to the Super Bowl and actually win the whole thing. And if they win the whole thing, it's going to be a tough decision to make. Do they bring Jimmy back? That they let Trey Lance take over? In my opinion, Jimmy doesn't go anywhere. He's on another one-year deal, coming back and trying to do it again and go back to back. So I believe Christian McCaffrey is that missing link. Uh, if they were to got if they were to got another receiver, that would have been good. Uh, if they would have got maybe another another dynamic tight end, maybe that would have been good as well. But to get a running back that can play running back and that can play the positions like a wide receiver, slot receiver, it just it just makes sense for everybody for this team that Christian is the guy that fits this system. So I can't I can't wait to see him suit up, play in number twenty three. We're gonna look back and say, man, you remember the trade the 49ers did in October that brought Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers, one of the best running backs to the Niners. Do you remember that trade? And that's the trade that people are going to remember. If it works out well, then the rest is history. If Christian can't stay healthy, then the rest is history. That's what it kind of boils down to. If he can stay healthy, we're good to go. The Niners are in a good position to win now. And this is why they have Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. Somebody that Kyle Shanahan trusts. And some of the teams that I believe the 49ers will be facing in the future, and if they make the playoffs, is I, I believe number one in Philly. I believe the Philadelphia Eagles is a top team that can run the ball. They can obviously throw the ball. And they play pretty pretty tough defense they have two good corners good safeties uh good front seven i mean that's that's one team that i believe that's going to be there uh when it comes down you know to the playoffs if they're going to get a one two three seed i think they're you know they're that type of caliber type of team um some people say in minnesota minnesota's minnesota's decent but i just don't i just don't necessarily think that Minnesota is going to be there at the end. I think they might be making the playoffs for sure, but I just don't. I just don't know. Uh, my dark horse is actually Dallas. Dallas Cowboys. They got Dak Prescott coming back. They have a good team. Uh, I think their defense is playing very well. Uh, I like their defense. Like the front seven uh, playmakers on offense, and like I said, you got Dak coming back, and you insert him into that lineup. Uh, they can do some special things, and I think that uh, Dallas is one of those teams that people got to pay attention to, and they're going to be another playoff team. Um, the Rams are up and down. Uh, I don't think they're going to be make the playoffs. I think they're going to fizzle out. Um, I think Arizona is one of those teams that could make a surprise, but it's uh, it's pretty much up to Kyler and how Kyler plays, how the defense holds up. Um, they got uh, you know, Hopkins back on Thursday Night Football. That was good, but I just I, I just don't see 
the Cardinals making that noise. But if they do, that's going to be another dangerous team. So it's going to be interesting on the AFC. So it's going to be interesting to see who's going to be there at the end. It's always a surprise. It's always one of those teams that you didn't think that's going to make it. Uh, people are really high on the Bills. Uh, people are high, obviously, on the Dolphins in the beginning of the year. But who knows who's going to come out of the AFC. Um, thank you for tuning in to Competitive 24. Wanted to get a podcast out today. Another episode. Um, trying to get back, just pretty much get back on the hype, get back on the bike. And keep rolling, man. So uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, compared to the 24, this is Cal, and I'm out.